0: Welcome to episode 174 of NCP. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, Star Wars was born. And the other day we saw the continuation of that series, that saga, with episode 7. So these, uh, these two episodes are uh, dedicated to that very film. Uh, now the reason that this, this uh, episode, is, as you will have noticed, is a, a two-parter is because uh, people have been very serious about uh, spoilers for this film, which strikes me as very odd, because it's not a murder mystery; <laughs> it's a Star Wars film. Certain things are going to happen, so it's. But uh, we, we're going to respect it. We will respect that, and the uh, part one is going to be completely spoiler-free, guaranteed spoiler-free. Part two, which will have the word "spoiler" written all over it, is where we're going to go in depth. Secrets will be revealed, plot points. Exactly what we thought, that sort of stuff. So there can be no excuse. No holds barred. There's, so if, if, if you click on part two, there will be spoilers. Please don't be upset by it.
1: But uh, part one, guaranteed, no spoilers. Yeah, if you click on part two, don't beat us up. <laughs> like the guy that got beaten up at the cinema by people because he spoiled the film. I'm assuming, I guess, coming out of the film or something. Uh- but seriously... Calm down, people. Know, it's a bit ridiculous. Yes, we're all fans, but don't beat people up just because of spoilers.
0: <laughs> Actually, as we were leaving from the cinema as a joke, I was like, "I was like Darth Vader is Luke's father," and nobody reacted. In,
2: in part two, I'll tell you my favourite uh, end of the movie thing that happened. <laughs> okay, but so yeah, so Come part on. one
0: guaranteed spoiler free. Uh, so joining me for our epic Star Wars Episode Seven discussion. I have the crew. Richard.
1: I'm feeling pretty epic myself right now. You look very epic. Why thank you.
3: Luke. I feel those disturbing in the force. A great disturbance is coming. I am no longer Luke. I am Darth Harsh. And Darth I'm taking Harsh. over this podcast. Darth Harsh? I like it. Darth
0: Harsh. <laughs> I like it. It rolls off the town. Mm. And Crystal.
1: The disturbance is it's forty one degrees <laughs> It is forty one degrees. degrees. For our American <laughs> listeners is over one hundred. Yes. It's, it's like, like 1002
0: or something. It's extreme. It's hot. <laughs> Damn it. But uh, we've got a plan at, 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 uh, at Casa de NCP. We've got it all worked out. It's fine. We're, we're still relatively cool.
3: But, we're always
2: cool. Uh, That's right. Oh, we're always cool. Well, I'm uh, too
3: old to be cool. It's not Casa NCP. It's the Death Pod. Thank you very much. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, thank, thank you,
3: Darth Harsh.
0: <laughs> 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 so, yes, so uh, part one. Star Wars Episode 7 The Force Awakens. That's
2: so confusing. <laughs> Why is it? Part confusing? 1, Episode 7.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry.
2: I, 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 no, I,
0: I take that on board. I will, I'll do it again. Star Wars, Star Wars Episode 7 The Force Awakens NCP Review, Part 1. That's
2: okay, it. okay. I'm, glad that that that, works. I'm glad that was clearer. You'll escape it's Darth a Force choke for that
0: one. Guaranteed spoiler-free. <laughs> so, because we're spoiler-free, the, uh, the plot for the film is going to be pretty vague. Essentially, it is set 30 years after the events of Return of the Jedi. A new threat has risen in the form of the First Order, and they are being fought against by the Rebellion, uh, now called... Resistance. The
1: Resistance. Uh, Technically, I think are still part of the Republic. Mm. It's kind of never really yeah. It's worked out exactly what's going on there, and uh, it involves
0: a new generation of heroes, uh, namely Ray uh, who is a, a young young lady from the uh, who lives on the planet Jakku, and Finn, a, uh, um, a, a another another hero. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, it's in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler. Who? Um, the trial all the promotion, yeah. Material, so, so, so. Based, so based on the trailer alone, may or may not be a stormtrooper. There you go. As far as, <laughs> as, far as I'm going. Oh, and of course BB-8, the, the fan favorite uh, new droid that's rolling around. And then <laughs> the, oh, the return of Han and Chewie. Um, roll on BB-8. Yes, roll on BB-8. And
1: Leia. Leia was in the trailers. Is Leia in the trailers? Yep. Mm. She's on the poster. Oh, yeah, okay, that's true she oh she's on the poster, the poster. <laughs> yeah she's on the poster okay we'll go that. I'm
0: trying very hard <laughs> you yeah, know very very hard so that's essentially it so the heroes versus the versus the baddies um it's pretty very, pretty standard Star Wars stuff very Star Warsy. very Star Wars-y um yeah being spoiler free it's pretty hard to, to uh to talk about it so basically I just want to get uh the crew's just general opinions on the film itself
2: that's, that sounds good to me and a rating I was And not, that'll pretty much be the end of part What?
3: <laughs> I,
2: okay. I was not disappointed. It's still percolating. I'm wondering if it's going to be one of those ones like the prequels, when you after you think about it a bit, it's not as good as what you first thought it was. I'm hoping that's not the case. Right. So at this it's, at this point in time, I'm giving it a four and a half.
0: Right. So you're worried that you got caught up in the emotion, and then afterwards you're like, mm, yeah, that really wasn't great. But I did good.
2: come out of it feeling much better than I did after the prequels
1: okay cool (laughs) fair enough awesome uh richard yeah i've got quite a few problems with this film actually right my first my first real big problem is that um a lot of it to me comes across as almost like star wars fan fiction it's like it's a greatest hits it's it's like everything that was in star wars will do again but not in not as interesting a way and once again, I'm not trying to re- real spoil anything. In part two, I'll talk about that in a lot more detail. But it it just seems to follow a, a formula that, I, that I've already seen at least twice before in two of the other movies. Um, but not not done anywhere near as well as it was in those previous films. And some of the characters weren't as compelling as I would have liked them to be. I think, I think there are elements to each of the new characters that is interesting without any of them being a a whole, fully developed character. So I think between them there's an interesting story, but it's sort of scattered out across too many characters. Having said that, there were things that I really liked. Um, There were a lot of good moments in the film. I think that the, the Lucasfilm people have done an absolutely brilliant job as always. The production design is just phenomenal. And you know, all of the the new character designs, new ship designs, all of that sort of stuff is just absolutely top notch and really um right at the absolute peak of what what the Lucas people do whenever they do a Star Wars film. But yeah, I must admit, it um this this didn't quite hook me as much as I would have liked it to. Yeah. Uh, quick rating, I'd give it three. Three looks. Yeah. Awesome.
3: Luke. I too was underwhelmed. Oh, sorry, Darth harsh. Mm. I oh, too, this
1: this will be harsh.
3: <laughs> I too was underwhelmed. Yep. Um, and a lot of the reasons I will go into in um, in part two because yeah, there's a lot that I actually do want to talk about, okay. both in a fanboyish that doesn't quite make sense in terms of which is more to do with in terms of the previous trilogies, which is more to do with characters. Yep. Um, character being my big focus. Um, but generally, I found oh. this film to be very unfocused. Um, in terms of what it was actually meant to be, for, for lack of a better term, focused on, um, you know, it looked pretty and so, looks pretty as as um, Richard mentioned. But then all the Star Wars films look pretty, but ultimately, yeah, very very dissatisfying. Give this one, Luke. <laughs> Come
0: on, <laughs> I love you, Luke. <laughs> all right, <cool>. excuse me. <laughs> That's not my name. I apologise. Lord, of, Lord and master don't
3: realize the power of the harsh side.
1: <laughs> oh dear God, this joke is getting bad very quickly.
0: It's like the B sharps of NCP. Um, well, I'm, I sort of I lean more uh, to Crystal's camp. Uh, I actually uh, enjoyed this a lot.
2: Yay, um, Camp Crystal! Camp Crystal.
0: <laughs> Hopefully not Crystal Lake though, because that's, uh, that's the, pretty bad. You don't want, you don't want to be a Camp Crystal. That, <laughs> that a crystal. Bad things happen there. Um, yeah, no, I was actually. Uh, I went. I went into it uh, with the the bad taste of the prequels still in the back of my throat, and uh, I'm glad that uh, I didn't have that going out. It was very it's moments. Certain moments of it were um, very exciting and uh, very Star Wars, and uh, and I, of course, echo Luke and Richo in just how pretty everything looked. Um, and yeah, actually, I mean, I I do as much as I did. I really, really enjoyed it. I loved it a lot. Um, but I I do. Echo Richo's comments about the characterization. It was pretty weak. Um, but so many cool moments that uh, I was willing to let it go. Um, I'm very intrigued about the uh, the comments about the story because uh, I kind of agree. So, um, actually, I'll, I'll say right out I actually totally agree. So, we'll talk about that in depth when we go there.
2: I kind of agree but disagree.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought. I was, I'm sorry, we're in that sort of camp. Um, so,
1: yeah, so that's. There's really not much more we can do for part one. Well, actually, yeah, I think there is. I think we can, there is a bit we can talk about okay. without spoiling anything. All right, no spoilers. Because um, I, I do want to point out a few good things that don't actually spoil anything. Awesome. Right. My okay. first one is Ray Kicks Butt.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. One of
1: the, the things I've always liked with the Star Wars films is that whilst they may not have a lot of women in these movies... The women are, are, are actually pretty strong characters. Leia is a classic example of that. And yep. along with Ripley, Leia and Ripley really set a, a, a standard for what women in science fiction should be. Nice. And they've, they've carried that through with Rey insofar as she she is incredibly competent. Yeah. She handles... She's, she's actually a classic example of the self-rescuing princess.
0: Yeah.
1: Anytime she's in trouble... She gets herself out of it, rather than having to rely on other people to rescue her. Hmm. Um, and, and that's great. Hmm. I love that, because we need, we need more of that in movies. Um, and as I said, it is a staple of Star Wars. And I'm glad that they carried through with, with that line of thinking. Yeah. Um, because, you know, we do have new people involved. Um, and I think that is, you know, a character like Leia is one of George Lucas's best contributions to popular culture. And, yeah, and they are followed through. Like, Ray kicked butt. There is no doubt about it. She was strong, independent, strong-willed. Well said. Everything you would need. Okay, uh, there is a a villain, one of the First Order in this is called Kylo Ren. Yep. I actually think Kylo Ren has kind of an interesting story, which I won't spoil. But he actually has a bit more of an actual character story. See, Ray kicks butt, no doubt about that. and, And she is cool. But there's really not a lot to her character beyond that, and not a lot going on. Um, you, you know, you don't get a huge amount of background about her, and there's things she does in it which are kind of all a bit of a blur at the moment as to what they even mean. Whereas Kyla Ren actually has a, a fully developed emotional story, hmm. and this is this is coming back, I think, to the point that. Um, that I was making earlier, that each each of these new characters has an aspect of a, of, a, of, a, of what makes a great character without being a great character in and of themselves, because it's not all brought together. Yeah. Um, the third character, Finn, he actually has the story arc. Hmm. You know, he starts at a certain point, and he develops through, in, in, in Star Wars fashion, he actually follows the, the character arc from... From A to B to C to starts off in one place is in a diff- completely different place at the end of the film, but he's not in and of himself. He's not all that compelling a character in the way that Kylo Ren is, hmm. and he doesn't quite kick butt the way that Ray does.
2: Hmm.
1: I could disagree, but not without spoiling anything. Mm. <laughs> so, so yeah, so each of these characters has has, I guess, the the potential to be great characters. But I don't think they came across as great characters in the film. I think that there was there needed to be a little bit more character work done to develop them through a little bit better for me to go, wow, these are really great characters. And then, of course, then you have the thing when Han Solo shows up and suddenly Han Solo is there and it's like, well, Han Solo's stealing the show.
0: Hmm.
1: Because Han is a great character. Hmm. Um, and uh, granted, he does have the benefit of, you know, we've followed him through three movies already.
3: Yeah, but you could say that he, i would make that argument about Star Wars the original Star Wars as well, he shows up and almost takes over the entire film.
1: Yeah, but you've also following Luke in the first film mm. and Luke is following a really strong character arc. Yeah. Mm. And I don't think I don't think that the 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 three main new characters mm. here are really following a great like story arc with with compelling emotional aspects and strong character aspects all combined into the one character or the one story. Mm. Um so, yeah, so when, when I was watching it, um, my sense of being underwhelmed was more that it, it wasn't a bad film, it's just I felt that there was so much more potential than what they actually realised. Hmm. I think there's a lot of good moments in this film. There's a lot of great action-y action.
2: I can disagree, yeah, well, but it's really hard to disagree without spoiling anything, but all I'll say is that um, I got the sense of from, from the, what you got from the characters was I, like a prelude because there's more movies coming so I wasn't sort of sitting there going "Oh, I wish Ray for example had more character I'm sitting there it's intriguing me wanting to know more and then waiting for the next one coming along Mm. I've got a bit more to say about Finn but I'll leave that to part Mm. two yeah I don't I don't think there was any less character development in this one than there was in episode four I know that's controversial just yeah, I, but Luke, as you say, did have a strong character arc, but it stretched mm. across three movies. This is only the but first yeah, but, movie. But
3: even in the first one, um, he's got a quite clear progression of character. Yes, um, but and that's and that's I think what the bulk of the argument is. It's actually quite clear what Luke is. You don't have going to through. have a
2: clear progression of character in the first film. but this isn't the first
3: film I
1: disagree
2: entirely with that it's the first film for this character
3: first film for this character but um, if you're introducing your new character for the first time you've actually got to have um, quite clear objectives as to where where they're starting from um, and what they could possibly be going through to get them through to the end it doesn't need to necessarily be laid out in the first few minutes of their journey but you do actually need to see it and it does need to be clear to be interesting
2: you do see it and it's quite clear
3: it's not and quite clear. I there disagree.
2: At all. That's, it's, that's not, the law.
3: <laughs> not it's the law. I'm not saying it's the law. I'm not saying it's the law. But what
1: it is one of the tenets of, of screenwriting, though. Hmm. What is um, storytelling?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, I think you don't always have the, to follow the rules. And, and I do. I think there's hmm. enough there. Well, at least for me, there's enough there to keep me intrigued, like the character, hmm. and want to know more, and, and, and want to go and see the next film. And I think that's the intention.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but Brilliant. then, but then the film to me then comes across more as it's not a film, it's a prologue to another film, mm-hmm. um, and that that kind of writing, honestly, it, it annoys me a little bit. Now, most of the time, um, it's actually a problem that I think occurs more with second films than first films. Like taking the classic example, the second Matrix film, which has about half an hour of actual story in a two-hour movie that is only exists to get to get to the third film. This film, to me, feels a lot like that. It feels like, ah, oh, this is this is a prologue to an actual story that we want to tell. But then I still had to sit through two hours of, of a prologue to get to um, what I'm hoping will be a better film in the second story. Mm. And it's a, it, it, you know, it's a personal thing, but that, that annoys me a little bit because I look at the six Star Wars films we've had to date, and yes, they are a progression of story, but they're also... Each film is a story in and of itself with a clear... Defining even even Empire Strikes Back with this cliffhanger ending, there is still a defined, clear start, middle, and finish to the to the story contained in that film. Hmm. This film didn't have that feeling. This film felt like I said more like a prologue.
2: Yeah, well, like you said, it's it is a personal thing, and I felt like it did. Okay. I, I felt like it had a clear start, middle, and end. And um, even though you knew there was more coming, I mean, you need to have that anyway if, if there's more coming. But I, 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 it wasn't any point where I'm sitting there thinking. Oh my god they should have had this in this film for this to work um I felt at the end of it I felt satisfied but keen to see the next one to see what would happen next
1: Yeah See, I felt uh, a little bored at first mm. with this, like, the first part bored. of the film. I was never bored. of never bored. I was never bored. Well, it was, it, was uh, going, uh, it was going through the motions, and then mm. when then Han Solo shows up, and suddenly it's like, right, now the story is really taking off, uh, and that's I, that may, may be because Han is a great character, or it may just be that at that point, the writers then start progressing the story, I think, in, in a better fashion. Yeah, but, I, see, yeah. I, I
0: see what you're saying. I, do, I yeah. mean, I do... Well, um, obviously, we'll, we'll deal, delve into it a little bit more in part two. But actually, I do, I do agree with what you're saying. Hmm. But I also agree with what Crystal's saying. So, because yeah. I'm sort of, I'm sort of, am a middle ground. Um, but I was never bored. I can guarantee. I, I, Ray was compelling from the moment she appeared on screen. I, I was cool with it. I was Yeah, and hand, yeah. and hand Han, Han does steal the show. Let's, yeah. let's be honest, he does. But but he's that kind. But that's of what he's meant right? to
2: do. Yeah. <laughs> he's meant yeah, to steal the show.
0: <laughs> so that's that's perfectly fine.
2: Yeah, I don't disagree with that. The yeah. Han he does he show.
0: does and, it, and it's unfortunate is that in that because I do kind of, I do kind of agree with you in terms of the characterization because it's what Han does to he where he steals the show it's unfortunate that their characterization isn't quite as strong in order mm. to buffet that and, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah but that, that, that
2: would be very it, difficult because yeah. you've got it also doesn't help thirty. Forty years of Star Wars history to combat against that.
0: Yes, it would
1: be hard.
3: It also doesn't help that he actually has the best writing as well. He's got all like in typical Han fashion. He's got all the good lines. Yeah, I think there's there's
1: a strong Lawrence has an influence there. Yeah, yeah. yes. So like, was- a lot of the lines that are being written and delivered are the, uh, are the kind of lines that he wrote for Han, but also the kind of lines he wrote for Indiana Jones. It's like, he knows how to write yeah. to Harrison Ford really well. Yeah, I and have no I-
0: doubt that all the, Harris- the all the Han Solo lines will always get Yeah, no yeah doubt they, just, about they just come across <laughs>
1: that. And, and, and they're written in such a way that allows him to deliver those lines just so naturally and easily yeah. and comfortably, so... You're yeah. cold. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. All right, cool. All right, yeah, I think we yeah. we covered as
0: much as we possibly could with our spoils. That was good. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. good. It was, it was non spoilery I'm pleased yeah. by that. It <laughs> pleases me.
1: One other quick thing I do want to add as a positive, because there probably will be a few more negatives thrown into part two, but um, John Williams, once again, fantastic soundtrack. Yeah. Um, does some really nice variations on the classic pieces of music, gives us... A couple of new, not really good, new pieces, including what I've been referring to as the Kylo Ren music. Mm. I don't, I don't know what it's actually called or anything, but, <laughs> but there's a new piece of music that seems to play whenever Kylo Ren is around. It's a new Darth Vader theme. It's like a new Darth Vader theme, yeah. And uh, so once again, points to John Williams. I, I had high expectations that he would deliver another top-notch soundtrack, and he actually has.
2: I agree quite strongly, except for one point. There's there was nothing in it like the Cantina song, so there was nothing in it. I walked away going.
0: On that note, let's uh, draw part one to a close. Uh, um, I hope you enjoyed it. We we tried our damn hardest to be as spoiler-free as we possibly could. I think we succeeded. Mm -hmm. Um, But, uh, yes, some uh, conflicting views. I'm very eager to get into part two. I've got a bad uh, feeling about this. I
2: find your lack of faith disturbing.
0: So, uh, yeah, so just so fair warning. <laughs> if you do click on part two, there will be spoilers. Spoilers. I, I specifically intend to go in-depth. Star Wars spoiler awakens. Um.
1: <laughs>
0: Darth spoiler. <laughs> anyway, so that's it for uh, part one of episode 174. That's it for me and the crew. Groucho.
1: Well, I'm not going to say goodbye because, like, you'll all come back for part two. We know yeah. you will. You love us? After you see the movie. After you see the movie, yeah. So come back. So let's say not goodbye, but just farewell for now. Adieu, Luke. You will come back for part two, <laughs> Crystal.
2: <laughs> That's general, Crystal. General, Crystal. Yeah. <laughs> see you in part
0: two. Part two.
2: You've been listening to NCP. Thank you for being a part of our crew. If you would like to support the show, you can use the Amazon widget on our website to do your Amazon shopping. If you have any feedback, please go to nerdculturepodcast.com forward slash contact us where you will find a list of the many different ways you can interact with us. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next episode.